0: welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit-filled word by David Entry. When you catch a word, you have caught God. May you catch a word today that will cause God to change your story. Be blessed. Now, that's good preaching. That's the title of my message. Now, that's a good preaching. Last week, I spoke about how Jesus... One thing he did, he was a preacher. When the Holy Ghost came upon him, he declared that he has anointed me to preach. So he's a preacher. He sent them out to go and preach. Paul said, Where have been made an apostle and a preacher and a teacher? So God has committed his. Flow, his manifestation, His grace, to preachers, so that their preaching will pave the way for His moving. So, and a whole angel appears from heaven. Prayers can move heaven. You know, somebody has been praying. He's not born again, but he's, he he genuinely is looking for God in a certain sense. Or he sees the Jews. He was living in Jewish territory. He sees the way these Jews. He knew that there's this true God. So they are usually called proselytes. Or this, this, this true God. So he used to be good. He used to pray. He even used to fast. He was fasting, and a whole angel came. One day, in Acts chapter 10 from 2-3, an angel appeared in shining clothes, appeared to him, and he said, Cornelius, the angel knew his name. He said, Cornelius, your prayers and your almsgiving has come to God for a memorial. God can't forget that. He said, that's why I'm come down. So, send to Joppa. There's a guy there, he's called Peter. Send to him, he will come and preach to you. But uh, tell me what, no, no, I can't say it. Angels can't preach. God actually has... Can't save souls without preaching. So, and God has committed the preaching for saving souls into our hands, the preaching for manifesting His glory in our hands. That is why Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel because the gospel is meant to be preached. He said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation if you want to see the power of God to saving to manifesting then you have to preach because he said it is the power of God unto salvation that means that when preaching happens salvation is ready to take place Salvation does not take place outside of preaching. So, preaching is meant to happen for salvation. Preaching is meant to take place for salvation to be experienced. That is why, when for someone to call on the name of God to be saved, he first have to hear a preacher. So you call on him to be saved. And he says that uh, uh, it's the power of God unto salvation. So if you don't preach, the power to save will not come. Preach for the power to save to come. Now, when the power to save comes, now the one who is hearing must hear faithfully and for faith to generate for them to call. So when they call on the name of the Lord, now the power that has been discharged begins to work for them. Because I can be preaching to 10 people and 5 will receive the power. Two, can receive the power. How about those who were also listening? No, the ability for the power, for the power's ability to work in your life has everything to do with your attitude towards the preaching. Your attitude towards the preaching is, in effect, your attitude towards the preacher. You can't ignore the preacher and respect the preaching. So, you, first of all, Pre, that is why people on the televisions and um, like when they call some experts to some of these news stations, news stations to go and discuss something. When they say something, people believe them because they expect that since it's coming from this. And there are times where people are, can be experts, science experts, but they got it completely wrong. But everybody believed because the scientist said, you know, and everybody because that, that's a scientist is talking. You see, so why are you taking it? If someone just comes to tell you that you won't take it serious because you don't take him like someone who should say those things, but it, once you take him like someone who should say those things, even when it's wrong, you accept it. You see, so what I'm trying to say is your value for the messenger determines how you will receive the message. You know, there are some emails you receive. You don't have to take; your it's yours. He's telling you that Barclays wants to give you money, but you don't take it's yours because you know this is scam. <laughs> so, your attitude towards the preacher will determine how you receive the preaching, and how you receive the preaching determines the power that has been released through the preacher's preaching. How that power will work for you. So, he says that we have to preach for the power to be manifested. And so I took my time to explain why it's important to give priority and give attention and respect to preaching. Preaching. Preaching is important. He said to Timothy, preach the word. Preach the word. What are we supposed to do? Preach the word. What are we supposed to preach? preach the word. We are supposed to preach the word. So, preach the word. Preach the word. We are supposed to preach, not advices. God works through preachers, not just advices. It's very important to understand that when he went on high, he didn't give experts, he gave pastors. Pastors, evangelists, teachers, prophets, and apostles for the equipping of the church. When it comes to church matters, please, it's not about experts. So, preach the word. But now we have to look at the preaching. Because it's not every preaching that God works with. So the fact that they say God uses preachers doesn't mean he uses every preacher. The fact that it says God uses preaching doesn't mean he he uses every preaching. So, what are the kind of preaching that is good preaching that God will use? You must know what is pre- proper preaching from God and what is not preaching from God. Because the Bible puts it this way. For the same Lord is rich unto all who call on his name. Romans chapter 10 verse 12. There's no, there's no difference between the Jew and the Greek. There's no difference between the Jew and the Greek. Said I think sometimes I like it when we all read it together. Let's read it out loud. Everybody, let's go. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. I don't understand why people, when people read the Bible, they don't see some of these things. Look at the number of things you are seeing. Some of you are already seen a lot inside. This thing is packed. What, what, one of the things that got my attention is that, is that the same Lord? Hey. The same Lord. The same Lord who was working in the days of Moses. The same Lord who is working, was working in the days of Peter. The same, there's no difference. One Lord, one Lord, Ephesians chapter 4, one Lord. Said, for the same Lord is rich. It's, it's, it's the same Lord, the same Lord overall is rich unto all. All without exception. As soon as you call his, on his name, his riches are available. He's rich unto you. Wow. He's rich unto you. Tonight I prophesy God is rich towards you. He said the same Lord is rich unto all who call on his name. Then he says, For whoever, why is he rich on because for or usually it's because for who for who whosoever, for God so love the Lord that he gave you, uh, whosoever, that's the same, it's the same me. Whoever, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Yeah. Whosoever, say I'm whosoever. whosoever. Tell somebody, you are whosoever. you are whosoever. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, 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 now. Because that means salvation is available for all whosoever's. But why is it that not, that not all are getting it? And there's a condition there. No, look at the next verse. It said, how then shall they call upon whom they have not believed? So you have to believe in order to call. But the problem is, I want to believe. Oh, okay, if you want to believe. How shall they believe of whom, of whom they have not heard? You, are, you have to hear about him in order to be able to believe. Okay. So you can't call without believing. There are people who are attempting Lord Jesus, but it's not based on belief. It's, it's not the kind of calling that's it. The calling that is provoked by belief is the one that's it. And the belief that is provoked by hearing. Belief is always at the mercy of hearing. That is why you have to be careful who you are listening to. Because they are shaping in your belief system. That's why you have to be very selective with who you are listening to. It's Very important. Because you don't have a choice. Who you listen to will determine what you believe. Who you And what you believe will determine how you behave. It will just come natural, by default. By default, as you keep listening to certain information, certain people, exposing yourself to certain things, automatically you are beginning to change. You are changing. You are changing without realizing you are changing. Most of us, just few months, few years of God bringing you to courage, your life has radically changed because of the preaching you are hearing. Not because of our music, not because of, of, of our instrumentalists, not because of our choir, not because of our environment, not because of our venues, but because of our preaching. Shout hallelujah! It is what it is. Most of you here, you came to visit and you got stuck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Your friend said, let's go, let's go, let's go and visit, let's go and visit, and you got stuck. Why did you get stuck? It's not because the the music was nice. I mean, even though the music is nice. Thank God for that. But you got stuck because they're preaching. They're preaching. They're preaching. Someone shout, now that's good preaching." preaching. Sit down. There is something about good preaching. Those of you who want to be pastors, you better embark on a journey of becoming a good preacher. You got to be a good preacher. I'm not talking about oration. Orator. Someone who can... No, no, no. No, no, no. You can be a stammerer by a good preacher. So it's not a, the ability to be very convincing in your presentation. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. There are a lot of people who said, "Give me anybody. I can convince them." No, no. It's not about convincing. It's more conviction than convincing. But you got, you got to work on being a good preacher. If you are preaching, there be a good preacher. Now that's good preaching. Sometimes somebody is preaching. You must be able to get up if you know that that's good. As I said, now nah, that's good preaching. That's good preaching. <laughs> so, he said, how can they believe on whom, of whom they have not heard? How can they hear without a preacher? So, the thing rests on a preacher. People's salvations are committed to preachers. Jesus' last commandment is to go into the world and preach the gospel. Because that's what will determine, determine my ability to save. God does not preach the gospel. He has committed the preaching of the gospel. He actually preached to Abraham because Galatians said that's why the gospel was preached to Abraham. That's God. And God's first gospel he preached was to the devil. He just announced that Jesus is coming. Yeah. In the Garden of Eden. As soon as the devil deceived man, God came and said, you Jesus is going to come. Wow. <laughs> he preached. He preached there and then he said, he'll crush your head. You try to hit him, but he'll crush your head. Authority. So, God was the first one who preached the God. But now, because Jesus has come and gone, he has given us the responsibility of preaching. In fact, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19, it talks about how God was in Christ, reconciling the world, To to wait, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself, not imputing uh, their trespasses against them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. We have to go and get people reconciled to God. All right, so preaching, He says that how can they be uh, here except there be a preacher? Is it not there? Let's all read it together. Let's go. Some of us are not reading. Read it very loud. We both Let's go. How shall And how shall Last bit again, and for the last one, the whole thing goes, goes, gone, and then rest on the preacher. The devil hates preachers. Don't join him. I don't want to have anything that has got to do with preachers. Negative things about preachers. I'm not interested. Because I end up being an agent of the devil. God. (laughs) the, The devil wants to silence preachers. Because as I, saw, I showed you clearly, the box stops on preachers. What God can do rests on preachers. Well, then he. But pastor, I have a problem. There are so many preachers. How do I know? Most of people have asked. How do I know this is a good church? How do I know this is a good preaching? How do I know? Now, does a good preaching? <laughs> Look at the next verse. And it throws a little bit more. And how shall they preach? Ah, except babies. So there is a sender behind the preacher. That's what makes his preaching valuable, important. So God starts it by calling a preacher, sending a preacher. He finishes it by. Being rich to anyone who calls on his name. So he wants to be rich towards you. He will go and inspire a preacher. Or he will find a way for you to meet a preacher. Because he wants to help you. When God wants to help you, he will make you. He is behind the preacher saying the things he said. So when the preacher says something, don't throw stones at the preacher. Don't make a preacher call on the name of the Lord on you. You fall down from your horse. <laughs> you you see a light and you fall from, and you go blind for three days. Hey! So, then it throws light on how can they preach except they be sent? Why are you behaving like Ahimas? Who goes with their message? He goes to go and give a message. Says, okay, tell us what is it? I don't know, but why did you come? I don't have a message. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel? And then he goes. So faith comes by hearing. So 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 now you can tell from here that it's not just preaching, but a preaching of a messenger, a preaching which God is behind now if God is behind a preaching how do you know that this is a preaching that God is behind In today we are reading, reading, reading Romans chapter 16 verse 25 and verse, verse 26 it's a, it's a, I, I, I just like that text so much it's, it's, it says that and now unto him okay, so now to him that is of power to establish you now God has power let's all say that together God has power. say it again God is powerful, why are people so, uh, suffering so much? No, no, you, are not, you, you don't know what you are talking about. People suffering doesn't mean God doesn't have power. God is of power to establish you. You're, if you are lacking some things that show that you are being blessed, that shows the manifestation of God, the goodness of God in your life, don't blame God. Because he has power. So why has he withheld? No, he doesn't withhold power. God never withholds power, he has power. But he uses means, medium, for dispensing his power. He said, now to him that is of power, I'm telling you, God can establish you so well. In your health, in your finances, in your ministry, in your family, in your marriage, in your education, in your career, in your business, God can establish you and I prophesy that you shall see supernatural establishment. You shall see supernatural establishment. You shall see supernatural establishment in the name of Jesus. God can do it. It's about time people see God at work in your life. You know when God is at work people can deny they can tell that, no, that something is quite unusual there's something spooky about your results there's something unusual about your results why because they can see that you didn't have three and seven you had three and two but you still have ten and they are trying to account for where did that other five come from scientifically they can't show it but they, they can't deny the results Your results are so credible; they can't deny it. And there is some there there is some enigma about how you arrived there, because from natural course of the, the natural projection of things and the natural trajectory, you can you couldn't have arrived there. How did you arrive here? And they will know. No man can do this thing. Shout hallelujah. So what we need is God and God is of power. He has the ability to establish you. But how is it going to do? He said, God is of power to establish you according to my gospel. That's preaching there. Anytime you see gospel, you you know he's preaching. God, so he said, I want to establish, I want to establish, but he said, get me a preacher. God said, I want to give you my entire establishment. But he can't do it without a preacher. He's just looking for the preacher. But you two have turned your back against the preacher. Oh my goodness. You, how can you turn your back against a preacher and call on the name of the Lord? You are making a mistake. You are making a mistake. Your ability to call on the name of the Lord is being fueled and being funded and being fed by the preacher's preaching. And so you have to turn to a preacher, listen to the preaching and call, listen and call, listen and call, believe and call. And as you do that, God is also established. Oh, come on, come on, come on. No devil will separate you from the preacher. No devil will separate you from your messenger. No devil will separate you from the preacher. Shout Sometimes when you are going to bed, put on preaching. When you wake up, you are getting ready. Ladies, those of you who know how to cook and you do cook in the kitchen, whilst you are cooking, be listening to some preaching. Let preaching be go. I'm telling you, I'm telling you the gospel. Let preaching be going on because lack of preaching is going to cost you the flow of God. Lack of preaching equals to lack of the power of God in manifestation. You must learn how to expose yourself. Let preaching always happen around you. Let preaching. Thank God for technology. You can listen to a preacher at will any day, anytime. You don't have to only wait for a service. You can listen. There are people who are listening to me right now. You are listening to me online. Why? Because you are not here, but you are still receiving the preaching. And as you are receiving, I see God establishing you. I see God establishing you. I see God establishing you. Shout yes! Now, that's good preaching. Now, listen. So, he, the scripture said that I according to huh. now the con- what makes preaching good preaching what make, makes good preaching good preaching because good preaching will establish you or will allow the establishments of God to manifest in your life Now, God will establish you through good preaching so what makes preaching the right preaching or good preaching Good preaching the first preaching the church preached was by Peter on the day of Pentecost when he preached let me just give you two things I just didn't even know how to arrange it but let me just, in the first place good preaching does two things and two things and I'll show you the content of good preaching but what good preaching does two things it does that's how God establishes you number one, good preaching goes deep goes beyond the surface. So sometimes you are listening to good preaching and you you realize that this thing has fallen on you. You are not just excited, but this thing is doing something to you. Preaching does something to you. Whether you are a believer, you are an unbeliever, when you come into contact with good preaching, it goes beyond the skin. It goes past all kinds of negative ideas and arguments. Suddenly, it's like, you know, how many of you believe and started coming to church when you still had a lot of questions there are a lot of questions that didn't make you going to go to church but when you met good preaching you knew that there's something God so it the good preaching went past your questions and found you you couldn't ignore it the preaching was coming after you the preaching was cutting or going deep it goes deep the preaching is not just ideas. Good preaching is not just a service. Good finds you in the spirit. It goes beyond your just thinking and it goes deep inside you. Inside the core of your being. That is where changes begin from. Most of us who are here, people have seen that you have really changed. But every now and then they see other things happening and they get confused. But you, you, you say you go to church. They know you have actually changed. But sometimes you can be caught off guard by your old nature. But how did you get changed? They try to copy you but they can't change like that. Because you are not faking it. They has entered you. Something has happened in your core. Something has happened to your core. That is good preaching. A good preaching goes beyond the surface. It goes deep inside. So in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16, he says, I pray that the Lord grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit where? Deep. Deep to your inner man so it's not, most, most people don't know that this church thing you are doing they don't know that it's not just your mind so they will try and explain some things to, to tone down your passion and it's not working because something has gotten deep inside you. It's gotten, God gotten you God has gotten hold of 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 you it's inside. And sometimes people don't understand. Why do you give the way you give? Sorry. But all these people, they, they, are, they digest your money. But you can't be bothered. You can't be bothered. He said that you feel, no, really, if, if this preaching, and if this is all because of money, I don't mind. Let my money go. Because I want the preaching. I want There's something that is being spoken that is going beyond just natural reasoning. And it's grabbing you. That's why atheists fear to step in church. What a they fear? Most people who say, no, no, I don't do church. is because most of them are afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid. If they come in, the word will get them. Good preaching will always get you. Bible said, when Peter preached, they were cut to the heart. Acts chapter Two, verse 37 and whilst Peter he didn't finish preaching whilst he was preaching Bible says that when they heard these words they were pricked in the new kids that they were cut in their heart cut to the heart pricked in their heart it goes deep cut to the heart when Stephen was preaching this Bible says that they were but they killed him. Even though they killed him, they couldn't, they couldn't deny that there's something supernatural about his preaching. In Acts chapter 7, from verse 30, 51, 52 downwards, says that, and they were cut to the heart. Yeah. And when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart. Same. Because they're preaching. They're preaching. Preaching cuts. Because the word of God is sharper than any two or so. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. The word of God is sharp. Sharp by like cats. When Jesus re- revealed himself in Revelation, two-edged sword was coming out of his mouth. Yeah. Revelation chapter 1 from verse 15, 16. Said, And two-edged sword, a sword was coming out of his mouth. What kind of human being is this? <laughs> oh, the word. The word cuts. So, good preaching, what it does to you is it goes deep. But it doesn't just go deep. And if you allow it it to also take you high. Preaching goes, good preaching, one goes deep, good preaching lifts you high. Lifts you up towards God. It brings God awareness of godliness that you begin to know. Now I have to make the choice. Do I want to do God or not? But you can't say you didn't know God. You know, no God is awake. It it make, brings the awareness of God. It, it begins to it begins to. Bible says, and the heavens was opened. It it's kind of heaven opens on you, and you see the reality of God. Bible says, that the scripture you quoted, Titus chapter one verse one. It says that according to the preaching which accords with godliness. Paul, seven of God and apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledging of the truth which is after godliness. So these truths, when you open up yourself, it brings godliness to bear in your life. Godliness. Godliness. Preaching, it's so it generates it, see it, it goes deep and raises high. In other words, it convicts. it makes you. Want to do it for God, it makes you notice that ah, this is this is for me, this is for me. It is like it doesn't make the preaching that you hear that is always you are also thinking about somebody, this one is and it's not you, it's not a preaching for you. The preaching counts for you, the one listening, it's not the one who is not listening. (laughs) So It says that, so one, it's a a, a good preaching. What it does to you or what it does is goes deep and it raises high. Now, what is the content of good preaching? That is what actually matters most. The content. Romans chapter 16. That's what we're reading. There's so much packed in there, but because of time, let me see how I can work. Romans chapter 16 verse um, 25. Thank you, Jesus. Today, when I was reading, I saw. So, in, anytime you read the Bible, you see more, more than you've always seen. Every time you read, you see. Today, I wrote down um, twenty seven people whose name were mentioned in one chapter. Twenty seven. Some of them he said salute them. Others he said greet them. Some people deserve salutation. Others deserve greetings. In fact, one of them had commendation. He said, "I commend. Phoebe was commended, said I commend to you, Phoebe. Let me go, let me go back and he said, I commend to you, Phoebe, our sister, Phoebe, yeah. Phoebe, our sister, which is a servant of the well, that's why they commended him. Hey. Not a supervisor of the church, <laughs> not a commentator in the church. Is a servant. Servant. Servant of the church which is at Sincrea. May it be said about you, the church which is in your local church. You are a servant. You are a servant. Look at the next thing. Oh, uh, this is so good about Phoebe. That ye receive her in the Lord, in a manner worthy of saints, and assist her in whatsoever business she has need of you. For indeed she has been a helper me, myself. Yeah, Phoebe. That's why that name is powerful. So then when I read it, he came back. Phoebe. He has been a helper of many and to myself. So I commend her to you. 27 names. If your pastor is writing a letter and mentioning names, will your name appear? Number two. Will you receive greetings or salutation or commendation? <laughs> but after he said all that, then he goes to the verse, like my actual verse. Now, he finishes, in fact, he said amen in two, two times. within did uh, bet- verse 20, he said Amen. And then verse twenty-four, he said, "Amen." The same thing repeated in. It's like, finish, Pastor. Pastor Paul couldn't finish. Verse twenty said, "Unto him, he said that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be uh, with you, Amen." So, finish. Then he continues. He mentions. Then he mentions uh, how many people, Uh, seven or eight people, eight special people who also wants to send their greetings to the church. He mentions Timothy. Emancius, Lucius, Jason, Sobita, yes, Tertius, Gaius, Festus, and Quartus. (laughs) These are good names. Good names if you are looking for a name. Some of you you want to go and look for name dictionary, all kinds of uh, uh, names so that your child will have a name that is unique. There are a lot of nice names. Bible tells us what they did. Their names are there. In fact, then this is a name book. Romans chapter 16 is a name book. Yeah, Triphosa and Trifesa. Is there Triphosa? Verse 12. Salute Trifina and Triphosa. Yeah. Nice names. Twins who labor in, see, see, they mention what they do. They labor in the Lord. So, don't just desire your name to be mentioned. Do something. Salute, beloved, Name, strange name, Persis, which labor much in the Lord. Yeah. I know some of you, one day you receive salutation. May you, may, may you receive grace to work hard so you can be worthy of apostolic salutation. So, it said that verse 20, for uh, the grace of our Lord, is disagree with you all. Now, verse 25 says that, now to him that is of power to establish you, according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ. Now, this is very important. Now, the kind of preaching that establishes is the gospel and the content of the gospel. Give me NIV, please. It says that, now to him who is able to establish you by my gospel and the proclamation of the Lord of of Jesus Christ right? give me, um, amplify let me see how the amplify puts it Now, now to him who is able to strengthen you in the faith which is in accordance with my gospel and the preaching of concerning Jesus Christ now give me the new American standard version then English standard version now to him Dear Americans, now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, English standard version, I will tell you why. English standard version this. Now, to him who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the preaching of the Lord. Now, the way it's presented, my gospel and there, is actually my gospel, which is. The preaching of our Lord Jesus Christ. The proclamation of our Lord Jesus Christ. So a good preaching is Jesus declaring. Good preaching. Any preaching that you don't find Jesus inside. I'm not saying just the name of Jesus, but you can tell. This is a preaching that actually, you are teaching on marriage, but you can tell. Jesus has become the center. One of the messages I preach on uh, lockdown is, I think, happy marriage. <laughs> and I know people will go there looking for seven steps to having a happy marriage, and you only go and find Jesus there. When you find Jesus, the seven steps are all in Jesus. I, please don't get me wrong, I'm not saying seven steps and those things are wrong, but I'm trying to say that even the steps must all culminate in Jesus. So it says. My gospel that establishes is the preaching. Watch this, the preaching, uh, uh, preaching of our Lord Jesus Christ in the amplifier it says that the preaching concerning into brackets it says concerning the gospel, concerning the gospel and the preaching concerning Jesus Christ, the Messiah. So the 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 the, the main. Character of every preaching, the main topic of every preaching. Even though we may give a different topic, it must really be the, the declaring of Jesus. Declaring of Jesus, but because it says that for there's no name given amongst men by which men shall save the, the name Jesus, Acts four verse eleven. So there's no name. There's no name given amongst men by which men so then if whoever shall call the name of the Lord shall be saved it must be the preaching that declares the name of the Lord that declares that name so people can call so Jesus Christ is must be the center of every good preaching if you look for it and it doesn't declare watch this Okay, I'm not, I don't mean people are mentioning Jesus, but when they preach, it doesn't obscure Jesus as the Son of God and our Messiah. That's very important. When it reduces a preacher, a preaching that reduces Jesus just to a motivational figure, and that's all, and as though what he did is, is just the teachings or nothing, it, it reduces, uh, it neutralizes the, the influence or the importance and centrality of the cross. For any preaching that Marginalizes that is a bad preaching. Any preaching that marginalizes Jesus as the Son of God is bad preaching. That marginalizes Jesus as the Messiah, who's dying on the cross was so necessary for our salvation. Any preaching that marginalizes that, it might not mention it, but if he marginalizes it, it's a bad preaching. He said, How do you know that the Antichrist is in the world? How do you know that? anyone who denies that Jesus is the Son of God has come into the world is the Antichrist? And there are preachers that are antichrist, Christian preaching. Antichrist preaching. Yeah, it's, I think that was First John chapter 5. The one I said, the preaching that denies that Jesus is the son of God has come into the world. It's, 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 it's an antichrist. It's, it's the antichrist. It's chapter 4 rather. And every spirit that, oh, this is where I'm going anyway. So now, let me, I think, it, since it's come, let me just mention it. A bit. First, verse 1, 1 John chapter 4 verse 1, it says that test all spirits. Don't believe everybody. Don't receive everybody because, but pastor said, preacher, God uses preachers. So, once a person is preaching, that no, 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 you have to te- check what he's preaching. Believe, uh, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try try the spirits whether they are of God. Because many false prophets have gone into the uh, uh, out into the world. There are a lot of false propagators. They are propagating. Something that sounds like the gospel, but they are false preachers. They are also preaching, but they are false preachers. How do you know? Verse two, verse two. Hereby we know the spirit that is of God. Every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. You see, is of God. If they don't say Jesus has come in the flesh, to come means you were and then you came. He was before he was born. All the other religions, they, they don't, they can't take this. Now go to the next verse. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus has come into in the flesh is not of God and this is that spirit of the antichrist. Yeah. The spirit of the antichrist whereof ye have heard that it should uh, it, it should come uh, it should come even now already is in the world. The antichrist is already around. All right. So it's important that the the content and the centrality of the preaching is not about the pastor's achievements. Sometimes you can be, listen, you you don't have to be a false prophet to preach a bad message. You can be a good prophet, a true prophet, but in this instance, your preaching was not good preaching because it diverted, distracted away from Christ. So that's why all of us have to be careful. And every time, be on check. That's what I have to teach you so you can check. That Don't just be shouting and the thing was nice. Did this thing reveal Christ? Did it, it was, was it Christ-centered? The content, it must be Christ declaring. But what people don't realize is that when I taught on the full gospel, the full gospel is not just Christ died for our sins and he resurrected and went to heaven. That is that is the beginning of the gospel. The gospel is not complete without what Phoebe was doing. Phoebe was a servant of the church. Now, look at look look at it again. The same scripture, Romans chapter 16, verse 25. It says that, Now, to him who is, who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of the Lord Jesus Christ, watch this. The preaching of the Lord Jesus Christ must be based on a certain context. According to the revelation of the mystery. Now, so... You are preaching Jesus Christ separated from the church. It's not good preaching. It's not good preaching. You are elevating Jesus Christ and downgrading the church. It's not good preaching. So it matter be Christ-centered. Yes. But if it's not church-revealing, it's not good preaching. Good preaching makes people respect the church more. Anytime you get closer to God, he points you to the church on earth. I'm telling you, no revelation of God leaves people devoid of a, a direction towards the church. A typical example: When Peter, Jesus said, "Who do men say I am?" Matthew chapter sixteen. He said, "You are the Son of God." He said, "Flesh and blood has not revealed unto you, but my Father is." What was it? He said my Father who is in heaven. And he said, "I tell you, you are Peter. Upon this rock I'll build my church." As soon as he said, Jesus, this to you, I said, now let me also tell you why I'm here. Let me also tell you the church. The church is a central figure on the heart of God on earth. The church is the house of God. Before Jesus came, God was homeless on this earth. His only home which he made, he wanted to come and stay in. Satan entered it. From the garden. That only God created us so we can be his home. And he planned that I'm coming to kick you out. And I'll come back in. That's why Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. So, God himself came to make us his home. And the home of Christ, the home of God on earth is called the church. In fact, in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17, it speaks about talking to Christians, He said that Christ may make his home in your heart. Ah! That Christ may dwell in your heart. Now, the, the Greek word translated dwell is katoikyo. To, to, to make your home. It's like you stay there and you are comfortable. God saved us so we could be the church. He didn't save us just so we could go to heaven. That's not a full gospel. How about the church? So it says that the preaching that is according to the revelation of Christ, the preaching that is of, uh, about Jesus Christ, according to Jesus Christ in the context of the revelation of the mystery. Now, some that's not the, the mystery. The mystery is the church. How do you know? Because nobody knew about the church. Moses didn't know about the church, Elijah didn't know about the church. Jacob attempted to build a church for God. God said, Because you have done this, I'll bless you. Sir, people don't know what the church is. What do you think Jesus is doing? Read your Bible. Read your Bible. In Revelation, when he appeared to John on the day on the, on the Isle of Patmos, on the day of the Lord, he said, I was in the spirit. Verse 10, Revelation chapter 1, verse 10. I was in the spirit. And I saw on the day of the Lord, I, God, he said, I was in the spirit. On the day of, and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet. The, the next verse, the next verse, quick. And he said, saying to them, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And what you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches. Oh, come on. He said, The churches of my mind. Send the letter to the churches. Then he started mentioning the churches: Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Titeria, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Send it to them. And then he said, I tend to look at who is talking to me. Then I tend to see that who is talking to me. And when I tend to see, I saw, I didn't see a human being first. What the first thing I saw when I had the heavenly revelation, the first thing I saw was the golden uh, seven. What is this? What is this? I'm hearing. Okay, let me see what I'm hearing. I see seven golden lambs down and look at verse 21. Verse verse 21 or verse verse 20. Jesus, Jesus said, Jesus, verse twenty. Jesus said, the seven golden lampstands which he saw, I'm going to define what the seven golden lampstands. Jesus defined it to them. He said, the seven golden lampstand is the churches. When Jesus was speaking to me, when I turned, I saw church. Then I started looking, but where is Jesus? Then as I looked at the churches, I saw somebody walking in the church. Oh! <laughs> Shout Hallelujah! He said, I saw somebody. He says the, this, this, this. He said, The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand are the seven golden and the seven golden. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. So go to verse 12 again. Go to verse 12 again. He said, And I turned and I turned to see the voice that spoke to me, and, and being turned, I saw the churches. I saw the churches. And now, okay, what is this? So what am I looking at? Golden lampstand is to give light, okay? Lampstand was to give light, not decoration. The church is not for decorating society. It's to give the light. When the church keeps quiet, the society is in trouble. When the church keeps quiet, the society is in trouble. And then I, I look. And then inside the church. Oh, look at this. The next verse. And in the midst of the church, one like the son of man. I saw him inside the church. Christ is inside the church. I saw him inside the church. I saw him inside the church. And he was speaking to me from inside the church. Listen, good preaching reveals the church. When you hear good preaching, you respect the church. You don't hear good preaching and say, "Oh, oh this church church no." No. Good preaching and that is the preaching that is establishing you so the revelation of Christ in the context of the church is what God will use to release his power for your establishment now that's good preaching what do you think about that kind of preaching those of you who want to be preachers Start seeking God. start seeking God and he said, how does this happen? He says according to so this revelation of the mystery time will not permit me as I taught you last week, the mystery is the church. the church is the mystery of Christ. I think just to just to just uh, uh, it's okay to just just seven uh, In Colossians chapter 1 verse verse 26. 26 and 27. Let me just show you, show you. The mystery which has been hid. Is this hidden? This mystery has always been hidden. The mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. Go to the next verse. To them, God, has, uh, uh, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of the mystery amongst the Gentile, which is Christ in you, the hope. This is talking about the church. In Ephesians chapter, chapter 3, from verse 5, uh, look, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 5, Ephesians chapter 3, which in other ages, talking about the mystery, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men. Moses never knew about the church, was not made known to the sons of men. That is now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets. Look at the next verse. Look, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body. The mystery is the body of Christ. The mystery, body, partakers of the promise of Christ through the gospel. You only get into the church through the gospel. You get into the church through the gospel and stay alive and stay well in the church through the gospel. When we talk about the mystery of Christ, in fact, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 32. He said, I speak, this is great mystery, but I'm speaking about Christ and the church. The church is the mystery. Now watch this. So going back to Romans chapter chapter sixteen, when he said that uh, God will establish you according to the preaching, of my gospel and the preaching of Christ, uh, preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery kept secret since the world began. This is that ch- the church is the mystery that has been kept secret in God, but now it's revealed. So. The, the preaching of Christ is in accordance with the within the church. The con- why are you preaching a Christ outside of the church? Why? That's Nigeria. Are you preaching a Christ of are you oh, it's about Jesus. All these things about Jesus. it's just personal between me and Jesus. You haven't met Jesus. If you meet Jesus, you see the church. If you meet Jesus, you see the church. Now, now he said, So, so why do you persecute me? He said, Who are you? I'm not, per- it's a church. I'm persecuted. He said, hey, I'm the one. You can't separate me from the church. You can't separate me from the church. You can't separate me. the church. Is on God's top agenda. It's not hungry people, it's not the poor is the church. Let me finish this. Look at verse 26. But now made manifested by the prophetic scriptures made known to to all nations according to the command. So prophetic scripture, everything they are preaching, if you can't be making reference to the prophetic scriptures, it's not good preaching. It's not good preaching. You, how can you know the church without opening the Bible? How can you know Christ without opening the Bible? When you get to find Christ, you realize that he's so much part of the church. And then when you are looking for the church, the only way you can find the church is to get the Bible open. And so when they asked them in Acts chapter 2, when they said they are drunk. Peter said, these are not drunk. But this is that which was written. He took them straight to the prophetic scriptures that the prophets have been speaking about this all along. What you are seeing is fulfillment of prophecy. Is fulfillment of prophecy. Is fulfillment of prophecy. Open the Bible. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. Pastor, preach from the Bible. Pastor, explain what the text is saying. Pastor, don't shut the Bible, Pastor. Don't close the Bible and say people are struggling. Their, Their struggles will continue until the power of God is released. And the power of God can never be released when there's no good preaching. And the good Preaching is the preaching that opens the Bible and reveals Christ and the church. That's good preaching. Now, if you close the Bible, no good preaching. If you don't talk about Christ, no good preaching. If you marginalize the church, no good preaching. Then you open the Bible. Good preaching. When you talk about Christ, now that's good preaching. When you talk about the church, now that's good preaching. Talk about the church. Talk about Christ from the Bible. Open the Bible. Talk about the church. Talk about the Christ. Open the Bible. Talk about the church. Now that's good preaching. That's good preaching. That's good preaching. Shout yes! Now does? I can hear you now. I can hear you now. So let me give you a definition. A good is a preaching about Christ based on the revelation of the church, based on the scripture. Preaching about Christ in relation to the revelation of the church based on the scriptures. Preaching about Christ in relation to the revelation of the church based entirely on Sola Scriptura. only the scripture can tell us this mystery. Now, that's good preaching. It's not preaching that will just encourage people. But if a preaching that will make God work, is the good preaching. And the good preaching is concerning Jesus Christ. In relation to the church, based on the scriptures. Now, did you receive the message? Come on, somebody, give the Lord a big, 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 big clap and a shout. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. When God speaks, works show, and the works will surely show in your life. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Karis Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.